from Revenue Rhino. I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and our next guest is a marketing leader of 25 years of experience developing innovative marketing programs for dozens of B2B and SaaS companies. And for consumer brands like Jeans, Pepsi, NFL, Sears, AT&T, Chick-fil-A, and Subway. I'd like to welcome Chuck Moxley. Chuck, it's really nice to have you on. Brad, great to be here. Thank you for having me. Totally. So he was a, a or you, were, you co-wrote a book uh, last October titled An Audience of One. Drive Superior Results by Making the Radical Shift from Mass Marketing to One-to-One Marketing. And we'll get into that a bit today. I'm really excited to have you on. Let's talk a little bit about the main topic of your book. And to get into that, was there a specific moment when you realized that marketers needed a new way of going to market? And what did that look like? And tell us a little bit about that. I was always a little bit ahead of my time when it comes to one-to-one marketing. I love telling the story. There was a book written by Don Peppers and Martha Rogers in 1993. So we're talking three decades ago called The One-to-One Future. And they described exactly what we talk about today in the book and exactly what we're able to do with one-to-one marketing. The problem was it was future. It wasn't possible. But I was so excited by it back then that I actually I worked for a, a big ad agency and I convinced our management to develop what we called one-to-one marketing division so that we could do it. Although the technology, you couldn't really do it back then. So I've always been a fan. What's really propelled me and Jamie to write this book, Jamie being my co-author, was in the last 10 years, the technology has finally caught up. It's actually now possible to do one-to-one marketing because almost all media, even television today, is now addressable, meaning I know you're watching this show versus somebody else. And, and you couldn't do that in the old mass marketing ways. And we were steeped in the industry. I was working in a company that was building a lot of this technology. And that's kind of what led to it. We realized as far as this had grown, we were still talking to marketers, both in my old company and my current company, where they're going, yeah, I don't get why wouldn't we just do television, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and for those maybe uh, not familiar out there, what is one-to-one marketing and maybe how is it different than mass marketing per se? One-to-one marketing means engaging with prospects and consumers on a one-to-one personalized approach based on who they are, how they think, what they buy, where they go, all that data about them. That's unlike a traditional mass marketing where it was basically treating large groups. You're going for large groups of people that you couldn't really target individually anyway. And so then it was more of a scale play, more of a reach and frequency. One-to-one marketing is more about the right ad to the right person at the right time. Totally. And what was it about mass marketing that was working, but maybe now it isn't? Or uh, you know, why make the shift to one-to-one marketing? If you're a big national brand, especially, but any brand to drive revenue, to drive sales, you're looking for a large audience of people. Mass media could get you there. Television and radio and all the different communication methods could get you this mass audience. It's the Super Bowl ad, the giant audiences. What's happened is, and we talk about this in the book, there are really three big consumer shifts that make mass media less effective. The first and the easiest one to talk about is the fact that consumers are now in control of when, where, and how they consume media. And I always give the story, I have a 20-year-old daughter. When I was growing up, even as an adult, 
we had must-see TV and we tuned in on Thursday night to watch Friends and all the shows. And we used to do watch parties for like Melrose Place and all these things, right? And you'd have cliffhangers that would go from season to season and you'd wait all summer to find out. My daughter has no idea what day and time any television show is on. When she decides to watch a show, she's going to sit down, she's going to binge watch it and watch every episode. And now even the networks like Netflix are releasing all the episodes for a season often at one time. And so this idea that in the old way of mass marketing where you could buy TV spots on shows that index particularly high to, to say the male 25 to 54, it just doesn't work that way because the audience is so dispersed. You don't know when they're watching television. They're streaming it. They sometimes get commercials. They sometimes don't. And the number of channels has proliferated. We talked about that in the book too, to literally hundreds and thousands of different ways you can watch it. Those large audiences are almost impossible to get today unless it's like the Super Bowl or you know some big uh, live event like that. That was the number one consumer reality was you just can't buy media the same way you can't reach those audiences. And there are people who don't do any broadcast television. So if you're just doing broadcast television and they're only streamers, you're missing them completely. That was the first consumer reality. The second one is the way people buy has changed. It used to be marketers and brands were in control of all of that. They control price, where you bought, when you bought, et cetera. Now you go do all the research. You do half the research. You look at consumer reviews and all these things, and you've made your decision before you ever set foot in a store, or you never set foot in a store. Trying to reach consumers the old way with this mass media just doesn't work anymore. You've got to be able to adapt based on what they're looking for, who they are, how they buy, what they think, et cetera. And then the final bread, the final consumer reality is, that brands have really struggled to adapt to this new woke consumer and what's going on socially and, and misstepping as a brand that they can do so easily because of how consumers want brands they can believe in, that have the same core values as they have, that have a social conscious. And so how you step through that gets a lot more difficult in a mass marketing world. It's really easy to misstep. It's a lot easier when you start thinking about who people are and you start communicating with them one-to-one. Yeah, totally. I bought a new car a little while ago, and it was an interesting parallel to this is I researched cars online. I looked around, found one online. I didn't even go to the car dealership or anything. I just ordered it online and then showed up after my research and selection and all this. So yeah, it's a changing world. And you could thank the pandemic for that too, because people didn't want to go into dealerships. Yeah, totally. And now I, I just read the other day that they'll bring the car to you for test driving. A lot of the dealerships. Oh, wow. So you literally never have to go to a dealership. Because that was really the only reason to go in anyway, was to drive the car, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. So you said something really interesting and in that's that technology has just now reached the point where this is possible. Let's dig into that a little bit. What sort of things can you do with technology now from a one-to-one marketing perspective that you couldn't necessarily do before? Well, again, if you think about, and we use this term addressable media, um, the original addressable media was direct mail, right? Because I could mail a piece to your home address that was true one-to-one marketing. And I could do it based on if I knew you subscribed to a particular magazine or you bought certain products then I could mail those pieces to you. That was the only addressable media for decades. 
right? While mass media is out there. Now, if you think about it, digital advertising and the way you can identify the people and tie them back, especially if you have that first party data, even television today with connected television and streaming television and using IP addresses, there's a number of ways to target that. The company I was with before, we were actually selling ad campaigns where we could target just the households that bought a certain brand of soda with an ad for competing soda and then tell on the back end, did you actually go in the grocery store and buy more of that soda as a result of seeing that ad? Wasn't possible 10 years ago, but today you can do that all day long and more and more of that TV audience is becoming addressable. Very interesting. How does this whole thing work? Like, especially you think of companies that are international and people all over, it sounds really complicated from a data perspective and targeting and all that stuff. Well, and it can be. It's an interesting discussion because we talk about in the book, it's not like you flip a switch one day and say, yesterday we were mass marketers, today we're one-to-one marketers. It's a process and a transition, and there are different levels of it. And what you will find over time, and we actually map this out in different tactics on a chart from complexity and cost, because to do true one-to-one marketing can be very expensive and you have to make sure the payoff is there, but you can get grades of that. It's part of it. And the way we wrote the book, we actually realized the biggest problem we have, and especially at the higher level, CMO level, and maybe CEO level is people are so steeped in the way they always did marketing that it's a changing of a mindset that says, I no longer have to do mass marketing. I'm no longer limited to measuring things on reach and frequency. I can go and do this and you can start small. You can start just by segmenting the audience, but you first have to realize it's possible and you first have to decide you want to do that. Once you've made that decision, then you can start to adapt it over time. If you're going to go true one-to-one, eventually you'll have to develop. And we in, in the book, we go into this in great detail in the latter part of the book, if you, if you want to read exactly how to do this, but you can develop something called an identity graph where you actually map people and their devices and their PII, their, their personally identifiable information like home address and email and phone number and all those things to them. You'll eventually have to build that if you want to get to true one-to-one marketing and being able to tailor. But there are many shades of gray that you go along. And even if you go one-to-one, you know, there is a, a role for brand marketing. There's a role for mass marketing still because you want to be able to get the infrequent buyer or new buyers in as well. And so there are, it's one of those things that as much as we love the book and we love the topic, no marketer or few marketers would ever be 100% one-to-one and not do anything else. So for marketers out there that are thinking about this approach, or maybe they're just starting it, what advice would you have for them? It sounds like you can go all out and spend lots of money on this, but where's that sweet spot? Where should you start? What advice would you have? First, decide you want to go there and first understand why. And that's why in the first part of the book, we talked about these consumer shifts and the rationale because there are still marketers today, and especially that have been doing this for 20 or 30 years, that just don't see the need. They don't see the value of a micro audience and all that. They still think in terms of large scale. So once you've got that mindset change and you realize that won't work forever and it won't continue to work because you're missing a lot of consumers because of these consumer realities, then it's a matter of once you've made that decision, how do we start adapting our marketing? And in the book, we talk about it starts with what are your goals? And so you you can start with literally a single campaign. What first party data do we already have? 
hopefully you have some first party data you can start with. And by first party data, it's data you've collected, whether that's from warranty cards or they you have do online ordering or some way you've got consumer data. Now, what can data can you tie to that? Can you tie purchase data? Can you tie any other kind of data, location data, anything like that that you can start to segment out? So you can start doing segment it and start to see the value of it. We do a lot of text message programs. We can segment campaigns based on somebody who hasn't bought in 90 days versus somebody who's bought in the last 30 days. And we can offer different discounts. The more you do that and measure on the back end, you start to see what the, what the impact is and what your cost of the program is versus the sales results. And you start to measure that and then fine tune. So it's a constant test and learn, test and learn experiment. So you could start very small like that with whatever first party data you've got. But I think once you get a taste of it and you start to see how all the different levers you can play with and how you can start to see big impacts from smaller pockets of groups, like being able to reactivate somebody who hasn't come in the last 90 days, then you'll get the bug and you'll start going, okay, how can we do more? How can we do more? How can we collect more first-party data? What's another owned media channel that we can add that we can start to do that? It just becomes sort of second nature as you start doing it. And you start to have to build out the expertise on your marketing team, for example, people who understand and maybe come from direct marketing or digital marketing backgrounds and understand that versus the traditional TV buying, radio buying, et cetera. Totally. Well, Chuck, it's been great to have you on. It's been good to talk about one-to-one marketing, what it is, why companies should be doing it, all that stuff. Thanks so much for joining. And for those out there that are listening, could you say the name of your book, where to get it, how to contact you? Yes. An audience of one. An audience of one. And you can find it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, any of the bookstores published by McGraw-Hill, or you can go to our website, audienceofone.website. You can even download a free chapter there. Awesome. Thanks so much. Great to have you on. All right. Thank you, Brad.